Hello, welcome to the Strip Plan Podcast with Tim and Rachel. 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 <laughs> right, hello, welcome to our three-part series now on emotional eating. Um, so this kind of encompasses a few different things. So we've got emotional eating, stress eating. Those are the two main ones. We're going to break this down, though, into a three-part series. So this episode is going to cover um, sort of what is um, stress and emotional eating and some different ways that you can kind of deal with it initially. Then we're going to go into, on the second podcast, um, coping strategies. And then the third episode will be how to implement it. It's quite a big series, this one, but it's one that's quite important. Easy. Easy. Easy Easy to go through. Um, So first of all, when we talk about emotional eating and stress eating, um, we've got to define, first of all, what it is. So we put it as um it's a way to soothe or suppress your negative feelings um and emotions around things things like the carpet yeah yeah. so things like stress anger fear boredom loneliness things like that um so these are some of the most common reasons that we emotional emotionally eat um so there's six different ones here first one is relationship issues second one work stress third one is fatigue or overtraining um, fourth one, financial pressures. Fifth one, health problems. And then sixth one is sleep, sleep deprivation. Mm. So these are sort of things. I mean, you might get to a point where all of those things affect you at some point. Um, or it just could just be one or the other. But it doesn't mean that it's any more or any less. Um, I think the likely. hardest one to realise out of all those mm. is the overtrain from our industry. Yeah. Where we support the client specifically. Oh, yeah. It's hard to be that, you know, you need someone sometimes to tell you what's going on, um, where people can see outside the box what's yeah. going on. But the main, the hardest one for us is to tell people when they're training too much. Yeah, so, and, and that's the thing, people don't like it, do they, when we tell them, oh God, tell them no. they're overtraining? No. And the thing is, we've been there before, obviously, with overtraining. And I had this yeah. not so long ago where I'd overtrained and I was tired, and we got to a point where we were training loads and loads and loads, getting to the end of our program. And I was like, yeah. I don't want to stop, I want to keep going. And then got to a point where I was like, I just need to eat. I cannot do anything but eat. And I was starving, <coughs> hungry. And then I got angry with myself because I'd eaten. So I ate more. I just yeah. carried on eating. Frustration. Isn't it? Yeah, and it was frustrating. And that was what it was. It was the fact that I was so tired. My body was craving all these nutrients mm. that I wasn't giving it. And it needed that recovery time. And in the end, it was my body's just way of just saying, you need some food. You need to chill out. Stop for a second. And what once is- I did it, the next day I was like... Mm. Oh, I do feel so much better, but that was not, you know, that was more the fact that I was undernourishing myself. I've got a client. I'm all going to go off the tangent. Are you going to go, go on there? Let yourself go off the tangent for a bit. Um, I've got a client who specifically she will, uh, she'll work past um, God the hours given. Uh, mm. Sorry, the hours given to her. Um, she will uh, work. What is it where they can see? Yeah, when they work in um, computers, whatever it is, companies, you can see who's still online. She's okay. always the last one online. Yeah. And she'll there, she'll have a glass yeah, of wine afterward, afterwards, whatever. Yeah. Constantly wired. Yeah. And it's, and it's hard. What's harder? Off. What's harder? Knowing you're in that situation or not, because she knows she's in that situation being wired. She can't switch out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's, that's the thing, isn't it? And this is, so this is one of the big things in, in this Food may serve as a distraction, but 
ultimately it's just covering up whatever um emotions we're trying to papering over the cracks yeah so basically yeah that's exactly what we're doing um so it gives us that initial sort of buzz and that kind of feeling of oh everything feels nice and feels happy and it soothes us and it makes us feel good um but this is called like the mood food cycle so what happens is you end up overeating and then you beat yourself up for falling off the wagon yeah and then you feel bad and to make yourself feel better you end up overeating again so you're just constantly in this vicious cycle that needs to be broken it's where you deprive yourself and then, like you say, you almost vent, don't you? Yeah. And I'll say vent turns to guilt, which mm-hmm. turns to starvation, which yeah. turns to uh, yeah. vent. Yeah. Yeah. It's so lovely, like a roller coaster. <laughs> exactly, a roller coaster of emotions. Getting smacked in the face. So the first, what we're going to do, we've got thirteen different ways. I'm going to go through each of these tips, but we'll. I say they'll be quick ones. We'll try not to She's go off too much me. of a tangent. She's <laughs> looking like, at me. Do not distract yes. yourself from this. Uh, right, first one is to check in with yourself. So one of the most helpful ways to prevent overeating is to understand why it's happening in the first place. Um, so if, I mean, there's loads of different reasons. So emotions, obviously, it encompasses a whole range of different emotions. Um, so it could be stressed out, you're bored, you're upset, you're Everyone's tired, all got these different things. different thresholds of um, anger, happiness, whatever. Mm. You get as angry at me for leaving the cupboard doors open as I do of you <laughs> leaving the lights on. Everyone's got, well, it is great when you do these self-check-ins because you start learning a lot more about yourself yeah. and you start learning things, good and bad, where you are, you know, where how you go day to day with your life, really. You've got, you've got the things where you go, right, I need to sort of chill out there, I need mm. to be whatever. But the times when then you start seeing your strengths as well. Mm. So when I say we need to check in with ourselves, We need to think about, first of all, why we're overeating. So if we can straight away say, okay, I'm eating or why am I eating right now? Is it because I'm hungry or is it because I'm bored or is it because of I'm stressed out or I'm upset? If you, first of all, understand what the reason is for you eating, that straight away can then suddenly make you realise or make you aware of the problem to begin with. A lot of people do it because it comes from... Mm -hmm. To be honest, it, like you'll say, it comes from frustration with themselves. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So simply pausing and evaluating the situation can help you understand what compels you to overeat, and it might help you to kind of take a step Always back and will. say, "Okay, yeah. well, I don't need to do this, and actually, I could probably do this instead." Yeah. So um, the second one is to rem- remove temptation. Now, I f- I go back and forth with this. Mm. So I went down the um, road of saying. Do you know what? If it's not in the house, I'm not going to eat it, which is great if you are struggling. But then I also went down another route and I was like, do you know what? I've got chocolate in the house. If I know that the chocolate's there, I don't feel like I want to eat I it. I think as well, you genuinely, like a lot of people, genuinely enjoy chocolate. Yeah. So you sort of want it there. You don't want to feel yeah. like you have to put some bars up and you have to crawl through it to try and get to yeah. it. Yeah. And the thing is as well, I think as long as you're not... If there's something that's like a trigger food for you and you think mm. every time I eat that food, I just overeat it, then maybe don't have that in. But if there's something there that you think, do you know what? I can sit down with a cup of tea and I can enjoy that and I'll have just the one thing. And especially as well if it's portion controlled, if you can eat that one thing and then it's fine. If it's yeah. like if your downfall is like a jar of cookies and you've got like a load of biscuits sat on the shelf and they're in a cookie jar next to your cup I of think, tea and every time you go and make a cup of tea, you can grab a biscuit I and you keep going. I think that comes with time. Because changing the process, like we do on the strip plan, 
over time your habits change, your routine changes. And then when you're in a different place, you can probably look at that because a lot of the people who are who join the strip club, we've all we've all, you know, binge eat or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I think over time you can sort of once you learn that you can control certain things. And emotions, that's what it is, it's this learning. So you probably don't want to go straight into, you know, having all the things around you. Yeah. That are going to go wrong with that because yeah. you're trying, like you say, you're trying to understand a lot of stuff that's going on at the minute. Yeah, you ain't got time. What and are you that's doing the thing, that? isn't it? Like if you go, if you, if you were going out for a meal and you were thinking, I need to go somewhere that you know I'm not going to eat loads of rubbish food. You don't go somewhere that all you can eat. Like yeah, and all you can eat buffet. buffet. You'll go to like a restaurant where you know I can order sort of a decent <coughs> meal. I know I can have a smaller portion of this. You'll do something like that. Go if somewhere you... really expensive. Yeah, exactly. So you can't afford. Food. Yeah, you can't, can't afford, afford the side the side salad with the water. <laughs> That's it. Uh, but yeah, if you're having, if you have like, if you have those foods there and they're just sat and they're a temptation, it's so much easier when you're exposing yourself. Mm. Visual exposure is what makes us kind of go. Oh, I need, I need to eat this thing. I've got to have it. It's there. It's that's staring at me in the face. That's You're punching. What we drove, yeah. I've not had a McDonald's. I've had takeaway, by the way, guys. <laughs> we, um, but I haven't, we haven't had a McDonald's for about a year. Yeah, Because we, we, we know we don't get the benefit of it f- filling us up, to be honest. Yeah. But we drove We don't drive past, past McDonald's we anymore, do, though, do we? we? Drove, when did we drive past one? We went to see mum and dad, didn't we? And it was um, on the way back from their house because that's the only place that we Who's? drive past it. Your mum no, and dad. No, there's one with a sign. We went, who wanted McDonald's now? Where were we? I don't know. Ewa went, I'll have one now. Where were we last week? I don't think about McDonald's now. Yeah, so removing visual exposure, okay? So we just... Stratford. Stratford. Oh, okay. We drove down the high street. While you're always at me. (laughs) Just thinking about McDonald's. Don't want it. Not not only is it visual exposure, it's auditory uh, exposure. When we're constantly telling you about McDonald's, it's going to make you go out and go to McDonald's. (laughs) So, um, yeah, so removing those things Mm. um, from your house, or not even necessarily from your house, but just take them out of your eye line. If you've got treats and stuff in the house for the kids, then you know, put them in a cupboard where they're out of your visual eyeline. Yeah. If I've got stuff, and we're terrible for this, we've got a shelf up above um, where we have our teas and coffees and bits and pieces, and there's, like, a jar full of gold you bars. You love your jars, There's a you? jar of cookies, there's a jar of chocolates. And I'm actually okay with it now, aren't I? But there was a point where I was like, if they're there, I'm going to eat them. I can't look at it. I was like, oh, it's all going. <laughs> it's all going. I think like the wrappers as well. Yeah. So, okay, <laughs> so it's for, uh, second one was removing temptation. Third one, maintaining a healthy meal schedule. I cannot tell you right. how many people fall into this emotional eating and stress eating purely because mm. they're not eating properly to begin with. It's like a trapdoor, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So when you're stressed out at work and you're thinking, oh, I've got too much work to do, I haven't got time, and that, that's the key phrase, isn't it? I haven't got time to eat um, breakfast. Yeah. haven't got time to have lunch. By the time you get to dinner time and you've eaten your dinner and then all of a sudden you're like... I just, I need to carry on eating. Yeah. I'm hungry. And then you stress out because you're still starving hungry. You think, oh, sod it. I might as well just have this. And I might as well have a bottle of wine as well. I might have, as well have the crisps and chocolate yeah. and cake and anything else oh, that you've got there. Good. Yeah. But if you can get your eat, your meal times in place, you'll find that your emotions um, tend to let be less um, <laughs> aggressive right. well, you need later that, on. You need that structure. Most people, yeah. you better be these people as well, will not wait till the car's chugging along before they refill the car. Mm-hmm. When you're thirsty, you're already dehydrated. When you're hungry, I mean proper hungry, yeah. you're already hungry. Well, you're starving, sorry, you're, yeah. you're already you're, you're sorry, yeah, you're already um, malnourished. 
when when it comes to the evening malnourished that's a bit severe i <laughs> feel that way not <laughs> yeah. angry when you get home so you've got the stress levels to the peak by the time you get home you eat your dinner you're already down on the come down relaxing mm. from the stress end of the day as your stress levels come down, that's a lot of the time when you start getting hungry again. Mm. When you eat, it can take up to two hours, whatever, for your body to feel, wow, it says 20 minutes, but it can take a lot longer for mm. your body to get the benefit of that food. Well, it will. Mm. You're already in overdrive then. And then you start going to Tasmanian devil eating. Yeah, if you skip your breakfast and skip your lunch and you're literally only eating your one body's going to get day, those calories back. Yeah, in. it's going to find a way to get those calories. And, and more. yeah, and it's usually not with, you're not going to be thinking, do you know what? I really fancy eating a big, fat, huge bowl of salad for yeah, 1800 calories. Exactly. You're not going to do that. You're going to sit there and you're going to, or you're just going to go savagely stalking through the cupboards and just grabbing whatever you can find. Yep. Um, so choose your meal times uh, that fit in and, Make it kind of like we were talking about this before, weren't we? Like adulting yourself a little bit more. This is where we start to lose people in conversation because it is that you yeah, this is like where grow you, up a little bit. This is <laughs> <That's> <laughs> awful, doesn't it? <laughs> Say it to me all the time. This is the point where the point starts coming again. You have to physically do something yeah. and show it. And the thing is, people will say to us like, "Oh, I haven't got time for that." Then you I've know, I'm time. too stressed. And then okay, well, don't moan and complain then at the end of the day when you're emotionally eating exactly. because. If you we're trying to fix you, here are the things that we need to, you to do first of all. You can't moan about being hungover if you've been drinking. <laughs> yeah, it's true, isn't it? Mm. Um, okay, so the third one was then maintaining a healthy meal schedule. So we're talking about having your breakfast, having your lunch and having your dinner. If you then still want to binge eat at the end of the day, then we've got to then look into other reasons why. If they're struggling to find structure, Rachel, where should they go to? Well, come to us, obviously. Yes, we'll, <laughs> we'll tell what's you. What's it called again? Strip the strip plan, plan there obviously. You go. Um, right, next one, and this goes into that a little bit more. Don't restrict yourself. Mm. So, it might be from lack of not realizing that you're restricting yourself. So, like we just said, then if you're too busy, um, you haven't got um time to eat, or, you or are. the fact that you are in that diet mentality, and you're thinking, yeah. I've got to eat a really low calorie diet. If I'm hungry, it means it's working. Yeah, that and it's, it's this whole like I've got to eat 1,200 calories because I'm on a diet, which is you know, when you say I'm just going to have a really small bowl of cereal for breakfast, I'm going to have a salad for lunch, and then I'm going to have, you know, some fish and veg for dinner. When you're overly restricting yourself your body is going to fight back against it and it's going to say, no, I want feeding. And it'll be, it'll find the closest the thing. The body will win. The body will win, yeah. It'll find the highest, you know, calorie-dense food it can and make sure we and get also, enough of it. And also, it's a wrong way of looking at it. If you, most people we have on the plan are looking, say, exercise or active, whatever, mm. they're trying to get um, a performance goal or, uh, you know, um, looking a certain way. A lot of the time, it's connected to a certain sport or something like that. Mm. Look how much they're eating a day. They're yeah. eating a lot of calories, but they're eating the right calories. Yeah, exactly. Um, the thing is, everyone thinks that being, like you said before, being hungry means you're successful on a diet. It doesn't. It just means that your body's literally starving. Um, and this leads to like poor, yo-yo dieting. being poor mean you're being successful in business? No. That's <laughs> what I mean. If you're starving yourself, you're getting nothing from it. Yeah. Um, the other thing I would say as well with um, this, and this kind of leads on to the next one, um, which is embrace your inner chef. So... Some people, oh, you're soaking, well, the cat's just come in and she's walked all over me and she's soaking oh, wet. Can you move please, cat? Um, yeah, embrace your inner chef. So a lot of people get to a point where they're like, oh, I just can't bother to cook, I don't want to cook. 
the meals that I make are boring um, and I'm just not going to enjoy it. So then you end up thinking, well, I'm going to eat something that tastes nice. And quite often the food that we emotionally and stressy is super palatable food. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, basically. It's the food that tastes nice. So instead of thinking, oh, I'm going to have something that tastes really nice that somebody else has made and it comes out of a packet... Instead, think about some food that you can make at home that's, you know, bulking out with, you know, quality proteins and stuff. And then add the things to it that you actually like the taste of. So it's like we were saying, with, like you said, with Chinese takeaway. Like, we love a Chinese takeaway. If we're like, oh, just want to eat something really naughty. It's quite easy to make a Chinese takeaway. A fake away. away. And again, we have them on the app. We have fake aways. And obviously, yeah, it takes a little bit more effort to go to rather than just ringing it. If you delivery. time it, if you time how long it would take to make that, yeah, compared to how long it, um, it, it takes to order it, even if you said it was the same amount of time, but yeah, it really, it's physically actually having to do it. Yeah. But this is the problem as well. There has to be a point where you go right. I am going to make myself Here's, these meals. Yeah, you have a point. If where, I still want to have a binge food afterwards, then you know, yeah. then I will. You have but, that point where you got to say to yourself, "This is where." I'm genuinely stressed and need to look at stuff. This is where I'm being lazy. Mm. And a lot of times people get lazy, lazy when it comes to it? food. Yeah. 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 Um, okay, next one. Stay hydrated. So maintaining oh, yes. proper hydration is important for overall health anyway. Remember, you used to always take the mick out of me for this. You love your hydration, don't you? I love you? my water. <laughs> it was when people used to come into us and say, I've put on three pounds this week. And then you used to say... Oh, have you drunk enough water? And then people are like, I don't think I've drunk enough water yeah, that, this week. Because it was the go-to so, thing. I said, no. I said, this is just in general talk. You can't, you can't put on... Oh, yeah, I don't even start. <laughs> it was Tim's go-to. It was like, have you drunk enough water this week? Because it was a great no, point. It was a great point. But no, I don't mean you. I mean, our clients went yeah. off and it was sort of like, yeah, I don't think I've had yeah. enough water this week. I miss those people. <laughs> Great excuses. Good old days. Um, but basically, being di- dehydrated, it leads to alterations in mood, your attention, your energy levels, um, which then obviously affects your I think eating habits. People miss. Is, I don't think they realise a lot of people is actually how long the effects last for when what, you're hungry. When you when you haven't oh. eaten enough, yeah. it doesn't affect you just until you've eaten again. It affects you for the rest of the day mm. if you haven't eaten at the right times. It's the same thing with drinking as well. The damage is to a point. Yeah. Already done. That's why you need that structure. That's why you need that routine. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, definitely have your drink. Uh, next one, number seven. Keep moving. So if we are forever sat still and we're being bored, and especially if you're still working at home at the minute, um, and I'm terrible for this. If I know I've got a laptop day coming up and I'm just sat there typing up recipes or typing up emails, things like that, um, I will do things to distract myself. And what's the main thing we do to distract Eat. ourselves? Eat. And I love food. And I will always reach for food I call that it, I really I'll like. I always say it's just sort of being on the sofa on Christmas Day eating. <laughs> you are, I'm lying on the side, like a cruiser ship. <laughs> like I've breathing. got heartburn. <laughs> I'm eating chocolate wrapped in ham. I'm Ew. eating, having a great time. I'm just eating, existing to eat. <laughs> and I know I'm full. But I know if I stop, it means I'll stop eating. And just loving the life. You get into you your body needs to be doing something. Yeah, true. Um, yeah, so basically, if we um are constantly sat at home and we're not doing anything, um, and we're just again, the most of the time when people um struggle with this, it's in the evening, isn't it? Yeah. So if we get to a point where we're only sat down for a short amount of time, and I will 
give an example of what I do. This is going on to one of the um, later podcasts, but I will um, chat about it now briefly on this. If I know that I am going to struggle with eating in the evening and I'm going to want chocolate, what I do is I wait and have my dinner later on at night. So obviously it's different for us because we teach classes and we don't yeah. finish till about eight, nine o'clock sometimes. So by the time we come home, please stop cracking your knuckles. Sorry. I hate you. Um, if we get home at eight, nine o'clock and then I make a meal and then it's like 10 o'clock sometimes before we've eaten. But to be honest, if I've eaten, stop it. Sorry. Stop it now. What are you going to do emotionally? Ow. <laughs> She's lit, mate. If I'm eating at 10 o'clock <laughs> at night and I've eaten a full meal, full of loads of veg, full of loads of protein, and I just sit with it for about half an hour. If you think about that, if I've eaten at 10 o'clock or 9 o'clock or whatever, by the time it gets to like 10 o'clock, 10.30, I don't really want to sit there and eat anything. I want to go to bed. I'm going to fall asleep. Yeah. So at least then I can go to bed. I can be like, do you know what? I didn't actually well, that want That comes anything. from all that self-checking, that thing you were saying, because you know how your body and brain like, works. how am I how feeling? Yeah, yourself. asking and yourself. That, it comes from experience, doesn't it? Yeah, definitely. Um, so, yeah, so keeping moving during the daytime is what's going to help. So, and to be honest, that's why a lot of people tend to go to the gym in the evening because in a way they think it is distracting them from going out and going out for a meal or, That's what you're you know, saying there. The less, the less you move, the less you got to move. No one... The less want... you move, the less you're going to move. Yeah, because the more you sit down, yeah. the more you're going to want to stay sat down. Okay, yeah, yeah. It's, it's easy is that to point just where you down, feel, yeah. yeah, you feel uh, aggravated and tired. Mm-hmm. But it's it's all what you're saying there. And I think a lot of people are saying this now as well, where you, that difference between motivation and discipline. Mm-hmm. You've, everyone who's going to the gym, they might appreciate it after or whatever, but 99% of those people, they have had out the nine... Oh, out. Nine out of ten reasons not to go to that gym mm-hmm. on the night, do that workout, yeah. go on that walk. It is that thing of push through and, it. Yeah, do you know, and that's the thing that I've put here now. So things like going out for a walk, um, doing a little bit of housework, doing some stretching, doing some stuff that basically distracts you from eating. So it's a distraction technique, and again, this will go into the so next that's why you podcast. Got me building a house because it just keeps me distracting you. Yeah, from eating food, I'm doing it for your own good. Fantastic, thank you so much. <laughs> the other thing as well, when you actually get yourself moving and you're not just sitting on the sofa in the evening, um, you'll get that rush of endorphins that boosts your mood. I think as well, not it being... makes you want to not eat. Then the other thing as well, you got more stuff to talk about to people because you go in for lot like, walks, you go in, you go yeah. into the gym, you makes see you more interesting. People. That's it, and it helps with, especially this, at the minute, I think there's been a lot, not to go too deep into this, because I know you're going to have a go at me, but I think coming out of the um, this pandemic, I think there's a lot of people who have been affected, a lot of people mentally for different reasons, but I think the socialising aspect of it, people are, um, with social anxiety, anxiety, whatever, it, it's, um, it's affected them a lot, and if you can get into that where you are going for little walks, going it helps with your mental your mental state a lot more as well. Which yeah. is what you say, I know the full circle is the what we're saying there, the emotional eating, but just in general as well help you a lot a mm. lot. So the next point is <coughs> um preventing boredom. So if you are the sort of person that eats when you are bored Mm. Um, and it's generally a thing like <clears throat> actually being physically bored. Like I don't have stuff to do. I yeah. haven't got anything. You have to make yourself stuff to do. Like yeah. be creative well, with some stuff. We've we've. I mean, a couple of years ago, I'd never would have done this. <clears throat> um, we go. We go on our walks together. Yeah, we make. Ha- we have like a habit that we jigsaw do now. puzzles. Jigsaw puzzles. We've got Wordle now. We wait for. I know. Every day. <laughs> we do that. We do. Um, what else do we do? 
there was something else. Obviously, we train as well. See, the thing is, as well, the other thing that I'll do We're as well... We're more sociable now. I'll go out and listen to podcasts and yes. things. So if I get... Like, if I'm getting bored, I'm thinking, right, do you know what? I want to go and do something that stimulates my brain a little bit. So instead of just sitting there watching the TV, which is what we tend to do when we're bored, yeah. go and physically do something instead. Well, building a house at the minute. And yesterday, I was <laughs> Go buy bored. a new house that you need to. I got that bored yesterday. <laughs> I just ripped the uh, the water pipe off the wall. I've spent, like, 24 hours fixing that. And then we had no water doing a rain for a dance. day. Yeah. <laughs> Great. I don't recommend that. Do not um, do that. No. <laughs> So, but the other thing as well, if you are feeling bored and, you know, it's really difficult if you're on a day-to-day basis. Are you being bored or are you being lazy? Yeah. This is the, this is the thing. Go and, and do something different. Exactly. It's very easy to sit and watch TV, but I'll get aggravated when we're watching um, you know, Stranger Things. Yeah. Then. I'll just get just want it to really... Just Yeah, just yeah, want to so, Yeah, for those of you, if you've watched Stranger Things, I'll be honest, I'll it was... Just like, in general, you're all about going off on a tangent. Yeah. Where are you going to go with this? I just want to go quickly. Meant, yeah, oh I, was, I was agreeing Don't with you. Don't ruin it for people. I'm not. I'm just saying it was really long. And okay. there was times where I was just like, I feel like I'm bored watching something yeah. now. And that makes me more anxious and I'm just sort of like oh I feel yeah. like this is wasting my time so don't do something you feel is a waste of time do something like a new project something that maybe like a new educational course yeah. or home improvement a new skill Basically, learn something, something different do, yeah. yeah new dance move for TikTok yeah. anything exactly do you know what we used that as an, ex- um, yeah. as an example in lockdown didn't we yeah. like go and learn some new TikTok moves guys yeah. and then post them up so we can see them but it works and the thing is, when you're doing that, you don't have time. Like, you don't think about it. You're like, no. oh, I haven't got time. Because we've been doing loads of stuff today, I haven't actually thought about what food I need to eat. I've just eaten my regular... Um, oh, sorry, as we're doing this now, uh, a notification has come through saying, um, latest podcast is available from the strip plan, which was the last one we just did. <laughs> <Obviously>. <laughs> um, Flying out. Yeah, so when you're sat there um, thinking, oh, I haven't got anything um, to do, I'm bored now. If you put your breakfast, lunch and dinner in and you know that those are the three things that you're going to be eating throughout the day, the snacks tend to be the things that are the boredom eating, the emotional eating. Make sure you get your breakfast, lunch and dinner in and then if you don't get your snacks in because you're too busy doing stuff, then it's great. You're not getting those, that extra bits of unnecessary food in that we're trying to uh, avoid. Um, Next one, be present when you're eating. So get rid of your TV when you're eating. Go sit at the table when you're eating. Talk to your partner when you're eating. You can't watch TV while you're eating. I know, but if you're trying to avoid emotional eating and stress eating and things like that, like don't... So, okay, not even necessarily if it's your food, but... I'm talking about like when you're sat there again watching the TV. If you're mind, if you mindfully sit there and eat a snack that you're thinking, I'm really going to enjoy this chocolate bar okay. while I'm watching the TV. But if you're just sat there with a load of crisps just oh. on the side, you've got a load of um, like yeah. if you've got like a load of Jaffa cakes sat there, or if I've got a box of chocolates, and you don't understand, like you don't realise, sorry, that you're eating them. You're just eating them because yeah. it's like a habit. You okay? I got scratch on my finger, <laughs> rubbed it in my eye, and I'll, I feel like I'm going to die. You look like you're going to cry then. You okay? I'm going to cry, Rach. I got scratch <laughs> on my eye. God, anything just to bring it back to you, isn't it? Eh? <laughs> scratch in my eye. Um, yeah, so <laughs> be present, okay? So just 
when you're eating something, make sure you're sitting there and enjoying that food yeah. rather than. I was thinking about eating something that you don't realise. Yeah, you're on about. Yeah, you're on about snacking again with uh, compared yeah. to meals because you know you've made that meal. Yeah, it's when you got all the good stuff. Yeah, exactly. When you've got the rubbish, the good stuff, which is the um, the good stuff, the stuff that's not the bestest for you. Um, but yeah, if you find yourself frequently overeating, it tends to be of an evening when you're. Stop it. Tends to be when you're sat there in front of the TV. Um, eating rubbish and not concentrating on it um so just be um more present and also listen to your hunger cues in your form sorry your hunger (laughs) (laughs) present um but yeah pay more attention to your hunger cues and your fullness cues um because they will become more apparent when you're slower watching them uh watching them eating them and then when you just become more aware aware of them um portion control so this is another thing that's um it's again it's fine when you're snacking but the problem is, is when you're just like left there. This is tends to be worse, like around Christmas time, um, where you've got like the box of celebrations out. I don't think it's worse at Christmas time. I think it's mm. worse for people after Christmas. We yeah. still got the food left around over. the yeah. time. Yeah, like right you say, because you know, like you're saying there. Yeah. So about being presents of all that, you know, Christmas, yeah. Christmas Day, I ate till yeah, I got gout. till I was sick. Yeah, it's that's <laughs> yeah. fine apparently. But then it's what happens after. Yeah. But basically, so my point with this one was um, instead of having like share tubs of oh, stuff and multi-packs, yeah. multi-packs of things, um, sit down and just have one portion of that food. So okay. we used to buy big chocolate bars, didn't we? Like yeah. the big slabs of chocolate bar. Why are you laughing? What's your problem? I miss those chocolate bars. The big chocolate bars. Yeah. Now we buy multi-packs of, I buy my Kinder Buenos. Because yeah, I, I love my Kinder Buenos. Um, but I won't go in there and eat three packs of them. I might eat two. The old you would have. But um, <laughs> You was happier you was. <laughs> it's more effort to sit there. And the thing is, it also makes you feel bad if you sit there and there's three empty wrappers of Kinder Bueno. Whereas when you're eating a whole <coughs> chocolate bar, which is over a thousand calories. Do you get like, this is a You think, hang on, you think of it as one chocolate bar though, yeah. don't you? Yeah. Whereas if you split it up into what the portion recommendations is, it's like a you, line of chocolate. And I'm do like, you still not. finish eating now? I think I could do more. Yeah. Back in the day, I definitely could have. Oh, uh, do you know what? After every single meal, I After think every bite, I could do more. Like, could and do you know what? When you're in a calorie deficit, you should feel that way. Yeah. Because you're not getting to the point where you feel uncomfortably full because your body doesn't. If you are trying to eat in a calorie deficit, that's when my heart feels the fullest. <laughs> doesn't know your belly feels the fullest your heart doesn't actually feel as full as you think it does it's (laughs) filling an empty void that you're trying to fill with something else tim happiness (laughs) (laughs) it's it's true it's It's so true it really is uh right next one (laughs) move on from that very uh thoughtful thought-provoking thing um right number 11 choose nutrient dense food for the rest of your meals yeah so if you're the person that emotionally eats and stress eats, it's usually coming from a place of hunger first. Yeah. And then stress. If you are stuffed throughout the rest of the day because you've eaten like a massive, huge breakfast, a massive lunch, a massive dinner, and it's nutrient dense stuff, so it's loaded with loads of protein, um, you're going to get to a point where you're like, I probably don't actually want to eat as much. I might have it's a little bit of something. Yeah. You're still very capable of eating. Yeah. But you are. This is where the mindfulness comes yeah. in. You start realising, I'm actually in this because, yeah. just because. Yeah. That more often than not, when we tend to eat the um, emotional food 
at the end of the night it tends to be because we've not eaten enough during the day so if we can build up our meals and have I think, like proper yeah i agree with that I also think there's a changeover of that being a habit as well so when you first oh, start change, when habits. you start changing that emotion mm. your body still associated that as a habit and it takes time for you to sort of counter and conquer that little that little blip you gotta sort of get over mm-hmm. um Next one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Number 12, watch your an- alcohol intake. Right, this is such a big thing because when you are... Ha- how many times have we had, like, a few drinks and then straight away the packets of crisps open, the chocolate comes out, loads... Yeah, exactly. And the thing is, what happens is your inhibitions get lowered. You think, do you know what? I've had a long day. The side of you that comes out that's very much like, I don't care. I don't want to be thin. I don't want to be this. I don't want to be that. And it's that argumentative Drink side of you. Drink your 20s. Yeah, exactly. And then what happens is it also, not only does it lower your inhibitions, it increases your appetite and it will always increase the chance of overeating. Um, and the thing is, it will make you feel like absolute shit the next day. And it just does. It's not rocket fuel. If you're, if you're already stressed. Yeah. And you're whether combining you, a depressant yeah, with you, emotional eating. This is, again, this self-checking thing. This is when you've got to start mapping what you are like day-to-day, how you are day-to-day. Mm. But you start realising um, where you're, the way you're venting. Like, we're used to binge a lot more and, you know, my, I've definitely binged more and drink than what, as I would um, binge as on drink. Well, we both would. But my thing's always been drinking. Uh, let's sound like right alcoholic here. But you start. Yeah, your um, stress reliever is alcohol. My stress reliever yeah. is cake. <laughs> it's been basically a year since I last drank to the point where I blacked out. You know, you wake up the next day, you got like, like, a can't proper anger. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, you know, we had an argument, um, whatever. But it's not from now. I've gone, well, <laughs> whatever way you look at it, you can say different angles, different things, whatever. A lot of things going on, but you've got to go. Well, you don't want that to happen again. How are you gonna do, How are you gonna cope with that? You do that, boy. Again, the self checking, having that um, uncomfortable chat with yourself. Where you're, you're doing this because of that, and it's bad. The bad side of things, and then from there you start going. Right, how are you gonna How are you gonna um, conquer that? Once you have the confidence that you can do that, and you can also get through life and still be sociable, because this is what food does as well. You feel like you have to be sociable. And so you feel like you have to drink like everybody else, eat like everybody else. Mm-hmm. When you start having the confidence to be around people where you can basically rein it in a little bit but still enjoy it, that's a massive thing. To be able to do this to, so you can uh, enjoy the food and drink socially, that's when you've absolutely smashed it for mm-hmm. me. Yeah, definitely. Um the other thing as well, if you drink to the point, I feel like we're you know talking about like proper getting into drinking now. Well, we, we're but, binge drinkers, aren't we? Well, we used to be. Yeah, well, yeah. I'd say yeah. not anymore though. No, um, I think it's even now, like when we've been out on like big social occasions and stuff, we tend to um, we'll have three, maybe four drinks, and then get to a point where we're like, yeah, I've had enough now. And I want to go home. I'm really proud of what we've done a lot in the last year. And obviously, as we go through, we're going to talk about the mm. food and stuff. And because yours has been more um, the binge eating and stuff like that. But um, it's that it's that thing where once you start seeing a change in you, you start, obviously, you give yourself a pat on the back. You feel proud. And like you say, a lot of the time, it comes from, uh, all this comes from, all the emotions. Of, it's having the confidence to say, this is what I want to change. 
this is what I need to mm. do to make the change and this is where how long it's going to take. It's going to take a lot longer mm. than you think, but you can get, still get there. Yeah. Go back to the alcohol, though, in terms of increasing your overeating in the evening or whenever you're eating it. The other thing I would say is not only does alcohol make you eat more when you actually drink the alcohol, but the next day... Next day. And the couple of days after that as well, because it takes so long for alcohol to get <coughs> out of your system. Again, your, your body's looking for a way to make itself feel better. And how do you make yourself feel better? Especially eat. if you're very emotional, eat. you eat. You're talking about you're a stressed. week. You're talking about a week. Yeah. So we f- we always find that um, a week after um, drinking, we always feel like, oh, I've just eaten shit for a whole week. And then yeah. if you, you know, the sort of person that goes out socially every single weekend, it's very, very difficult to go week on week. And as well. There are times where we will drink a little bit more than what, you know, we'll drink over what we're saying. Yeah, on such special occasions. But stuff, God, yeah. we feel it now. Yeah. And I feel like sometimes it's not worth it. Sometimes it is worth it. If you've got an event. Uh, the last time I got drunk was my birthday, which was um, on the 1st of August. And I was steaming. How bad did I feel after that, though, as well? Looked, I had to go on a spa weekend to recover from it. <laughs> you looked absolutely beautiful the next day, right? <laughs> oh, terrible. <laughs> absolutely terrible um anyway yeah so when you're feeling like um you're hungover and like literally hanging out your ass you will end up reaching for the comfort food which again causes this emotional stress eating um like self-loathing feeling but some people do i know yeah yeah um right the final one is self-care so instead of thinking okay how am i going to um stop myself from eating and almost like punish myself because you're thinking i enjoy food it makes me feel good think of some other stuff that makes you feel good so Say what is no going to, to people for me this is yeah. going to be yeah. a lot of people's stress especially when they're working in an office or they take on other people's rubbish and stress which is fine but if you've already got your stuff to sort out and then people are coming over with their problems you cannot you cannot handle all that. But because you're used to doing it, you just think it's what everybody else does. But I can tell you now, if you went to that person, you said you needed help, nothing against that person. They'll probably turn around and go, I can't help you. I've got loads mm. of stuff on. You've got to be more selfish when you talk about self-care. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And the thing is, when we talk about self-compassion and doing the thing that makes is the best for you, a lot of the time you're... Th- straight away go i'm gonna have a bit of self-care tonight i'm gonna sit down from the tv and watch some um rubbish and eat some crisps actually and that's it that's not self-care 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 is actually looking after your overall health looking after your mind and body being selfish with nutritious food um getting yourself out and maybe doing some gentle exercise going having a bit of a pamper having some time in a spa but and, doing these things that make your body you feel better and on the you outside. won't have time to do that if you're making sure everybody else is okay yeah. stop being so nice yeah and you'll find that i mean the sort of people that do tend to suffer with emotionally eating and stress eating are females um of the age that have children um, and do you know what? It does happen because as we get older, we have more responsibilities. There's more people that we have to look after. And this is like exactly as you were saying then. We always feel like we have to look after other people first before taking care of ourselves. I think as well, this I've said this to a lot of more clients. And I think you've probably said it to yours as well. What happens is people have these breakdowns or stress or have um, you know mental health 
uh, issues. They think it's because they're weak. It isn't because you're weak. It's because actually you're taking on a lot more than what everybody else can handle. You just took on three or four other things. So always, always locking it to if there was uh, six things to do on a wall, um, I'd probably take two, maybe three. You, Rach, you definitely take all six. But then that's already your safety net gone, which is fine. But then, which is not fine to be honest, but then somebody else come over and go, can you help me with that? And you would, you would help. I would turn around and go, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm dealing with this. Yeah. Then I'll be with you, whatever. And this is what a lot of people does. Uh, and I always liken it to putting problems in weights, kilogram weights, putting up, I need some operation in the face, I'm sorry. <laughs> and you put a bar on your back, or oh, there's everyone's problems, keep squatting. There's your problems, sorry. There's, sorry, you start with your problems. Okay, yeah, brilliant. Point where you and then you get to, yeah. yeah, there's no warning. But this is the thing now, because you're in a routine of your stress and sweeping under the carpet, mm-hmm. you're going, oh, I'm okay, but I'm just going to have a glass of wine tonight, I'm going to eat. And then like you say, you're saying there, that full circle, yeah. the next day you think, I'm ashamed of myself, whatever. You think that that's self-care, it, but it's not. And you think it's you being weak. Yeah. You think it's your fault. No, it's, no it isn't. It's because it's, it's not even the people's fault who are coming to you. It's just that routine you're trying to change. It's a habit that you've gotten into. Yeah. And that habit is what we're trying to break. Um, and to be fair, this we've come to the end of this section now on emotional yeah. eating. So we are going to... Um, Go and eat some gonna... chocolate. <laughs> That was out of the next section, I will go through quickly what we're going to cover on the next one. So it's going to be the different types of eating. So there's different types of emotional... Well, there's different types of eating completely. So there's... Um, we've got fuel, fun, fog and storm. So these are four different types. Fuel, wasn't it? Yeah, missed, fuel yeah. was the one that we missed. Um, and basically, there's... Um, I won't go into them now because we'll talk about that on the next podcast. Um, and you'll, but, be able, fall, you'll find that you'll fall under at least one category, won't they? Well, no, you, you experienced all of all of them some at some point. Some people more so, yeah. Yeah. So obviously, we all need to have fuel eating, which is where we fuel ourselves. Fog yeah. eating... Sorry, fun eating is the foods that kind of we eat 20% of the time that are fun. Then you've got fog which is where you're um, eating things that you don't even realise you're eating, like kids' scraps after their meal, um, shoving your hand in a bag of crisps when you're walking into an office and don't even realise. And then Storm is the emotional <laughs> binge weird the way you said that. What? Walking into an office, shoving your hand in a bag of crisps. Is somebody else Shoving. holding them? Yeah. <laughs> Someone's crisps, just grab them, eat them. Don't even realise you are. Don't ever do that to me. Yeah, and then storm eating is, you know, the real big binge emotional eating where you don't even realise anything that's just going in your face in one go. But we'll cover that on the next episode of um, (coughs) emotional eating. So there you go, that was episode one of emotional eating. Hold on. And then... But technically, is it episode nine? Episode ten, actually. Is it? It is. We've done ten podcasts now. Is it? I mean, are we? Yes, we Fantastic. are. Fantastic. So we will see you on the next episode of pe- Emotional I if, Eating. I wonder if what? people have listened to all ten. I, I imagine, I, I think I think a lot of people have. Do you think one or two million? Do you think? <laughs> Probably not that many. <laughs> we can but dream. Always. <laughs> I don't know if anybody makes it this far for all of our drivel arguments. Nah. And smacking each other in the face halfway through. Right, so we'll see you on the next episode, which will be episode two, which is Emotional Eating Coping Strategies. There we go. See you for that one. Bye. Bye.